Hello friends, welcome to ZenPod once again. Today in our studio, we have a doctor who was awarded the icon of North Bengal by the governor. Dr. Kaushik Bhattacharya did his MBBS and MS in surgery. He settled down in Siliguri and is working as a specialist in surgery for the Central Armed Police Forces Composite Hospital. Dr. Bhattacharya is a member of the editorial board Indian Journal of Surgery and a sectional editor. He has more than 70 publications in various international and national surgical journals. Kaushik has delivered the prestigious Dr. Santok Singh Endowment Oration at the Association of Surgeons of India Conference. He has received the fellowship from the Association of Surgeons of India, the Fellow of the American College of Surgeons and has recently been conferred the fellowship from the Royal College of Surgeons Glasgow. He is also a member of the National Academy of Medical Sciences. Kaushik has performed many critical surgeries for the BSF, SSB, CRPF, ITBP and other paramilitary forces and he also helped the Indian Army in major surgeries during time of crisis. Kaushik has been awarded the Director General Border Security Commandation role thrice. He is associated with the Rotary Club of Siliguri and takes part in a lot of social activities. Join me in welcoming the icon of North Bengal, Dr. Kaushik Bhattacharya to Zenpod. Hi, so ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have uh, Dr. Kaushik Bhattacharya on the podcast with us today. Kaushik, welcome and uh, lovely having you on the site. Thank you. It's wonderful uh, for me to be in your postcard uh, podcast session. Thank you, Venki. It's been a long, long time. We had a chat. Thank you so much for calling me. Pleasure, pleasure, Kaushik. Let me, uh, let me start uh, by asking you my, my trademark question. How do you define spirituality? <laughs> very difficult question, Venki. It's not, I, I'm not at all a very, very religious person, and uh, neither I go too much to the temples. Uh, to me, spirituality means uh, if you do good for somebody and you get blessings. That's what I call as a spirituality. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it may be small thing, cross a blind man or uh, He blesses you, that's a spirituality for you. I mean, that's what I feel. Even uh, as a surgeon, Sometimes I wave off my fees for poor patients wow. and he gives blessings in this guy. So, I mean, so that's a spirituality for me. I do not believe too much on uh, temples and uh, going through all these things, but if I do good to somebody and he gives me blessings in return, uh, that's a spirituality for me, which is way above something which is uns- unseen and the power for that. I am, I am so glad, uh, Kaushik, you separated the uh, religion from spirituality. And it is so true, isn't it, that uh, we, we tend to stop being good human beings and then we go to the temple and we pour milk on God and we stand in queues to pray to God and then yeah. come out and behave like, you know. So I'm, I'm so glad uh, you actually brought it out. Very, very true. But I like your definition. And, and you know, that's, that's a very beautiful uh, couplet by um, Kabirji uh, where he says that, you know, uh, when I give, I keep my eyes down because I don't know whether the person I'm giving to is Narayan himself in the real roof, right? Yeah. So exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I have seen that. And I have seen that Venki many times. Uh, you know, I have waved off my surgical fees. How nice. And uh, God has given two, three patients to return the next day, you know, to compensate what I have lost. I mean, there you go. not that uh, economics, but I'm just telling you. Yes. So, you know, you give something, you give back, you get back something else. So, it's like a balance. So, that's what his spirituality is all about. Awesome, awesome. You have been in the medical field for, for uh, de- three decades now, a, lot, a long time. You are a veteran. 
how does it how has it been so far akashik uh it's a roller coaster ride uh, venki it's uh, sometimes you are on the top of the world uh, you feel good uh, you feel that uh, you are wanted and sometimes uh, you feel very depressed when your any of your surgical patients become bad and uh, you you are stressed out mm-hmm. and uh, you do not know what to do so you know it's uh, up and down it's, it's not a very straight line sometimes you feel very good sometimes you feel very very uh, depressed so that's how the three decades of my uh, surgical career has been and uh, the only thing which has been constant is the passion we are very passionate about the surgery uh, the passion has been with me throughout in this um, uh, three decades of my career 23 years almost uh, 26 years uh, if i count my mbbs so uh, we have we are trying to do something good uh, but you know it's not a straight line it's up and downs are there in my in the career awesome awesome and what does a typical day look like for doctor for dr kaushik specifically <laughs> uh, you know uh, there is a line in zindagi na mili dobara i think you have seen that movie there yes, is a I have. wonderful line which i always keep on uh, selling that is dilo mein tum apni betaviyan leke chal rahe ho to zinda ho tum nazar उटफुली Uh, without any complications so that's what is the day all uh, day is all about and everything goes uh, in that line this is nice uh, the job that you do the work that you do and i always say medical medical is a is a noble profession it's a very stressful yeah. day so and you have beautifully explained spirituality to me so i am going to ask you this kaushik do you feel there is a connection between medicine and spirituality obviously there is there is very true and has been documented in the time of covid 19 you know i tell you uh, uh, the very fact that uh, i am safe even today even after doing work all around and you know uh, seeing all the patients and uh, seeing all types of very bad covid patients uh, it's only spirituality which is keeping me safe i mean that's what i i mean i cannot guarantee that i will be safe because i am taking all the precautions it is not possible there's something else which is keeping me safe and which is uh, uh, spirituality and medicine uh, that's one part the other part is my surgical aspect you know when we do surgery in good faith mm-hmm. uh, there are sometimes uh, uh, we feel that patient may not live because the patient has surgery has been very disastrous okay. and even though we have done our best mm-hmm. the next day morning when i see the patient getting up walking back home i believe there's something called something there's spiritual there there's something which is not there in my hand Uh, which is something which I cannot describe, uh, something which cannot even I uh, tell you what is it. But there is something uh, beyond me. Awesome, you know, and and I'm 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 going to keep you on to the spiritual bit a little bit more, and I'll tell you why. I have been witness to this, Kaushik. You, uh, we are having breakfast. You get a call. You take. You pick up your phone and uh, you speak to somebody for five minutes, and then in the next ten minutes you are. leaving to go to the hospital to perform a surgery and and you've told me this 
how do you zone in and zone out especially situations like this you are with a friend having a good See, time gone, it's like a, you know it's like a, a mythological you know have you seen this uh, mythological movies where you know the normal person suddenly turns into a demon <laughs> or a uh, I mean, like that you know the moment we get a call on my phone that the patient is sick or patient is not doing well or there is some emergency my entire picture changes you know my entire format of the approach to life changes at that moment i don't bother what is happening in my house how is my family doing what is happening my entire focus goes for the patient you know somehow i have to rush to save the patient or whatever i can do for the patient so it is something like that where my entire face changes my entire uh, lifestyle changes when we get a call like that in my uh, in a sudden call in an emergency so that's how the entire thing is we have to change our complete uh, role you know the entire role changes from a friend who's who's eating in a hotel with you all suddenly i become something with else and i have to leave that place uh, i may be counted as anti social uh, i may be counted as not a very uh, friendly person but i have to leave i mean i can't stay in that place anymore so that's how the life has been and people who know me understand that uh, fact of my life but that's amazing and I, and the reason i say amazing kaushik is because you know um, you are actually going to perform a surgery on somebody who's who's probably not well or probably needs a body part removed or or fixed and that's very critical which is why i asked you because clearly there is a higher power that you call on or there is a deeper yes. energy that you call on right yes obviously obviously there is something beyond us as i always feel that you know because uh, we always feel that we we have done the job but then there's somebody else who more than us and making the uh, making the patient go home safely uh, there is i always realize that you know when we, some of the most critical patients next day when we see we don't even understand that the patient has undergone the surgery they feel look so fine uh, so it's like that it's, it's it's something beyond us which we is there invisible hand is there always awesome medical field has has transformed itself in the last 5 10 years and you've been in the field for three decades and you know i've been in it so i can ask you this question and we we struggle sometimes to keep abreast of technology we don't know the latest technologies happening how do you uh, keep in touch uh, kaushik especially when you you know there is so much happening and, and everything that's happening in your field is related to saving a life or making a difference to somebody's life unlike in it so how do you keep in touch how do you please tell us more about it you know so now uh, first thing is you know we must have some good friends uh, there are some quite a lot of good friends all over the country mm-hmm. uh, who keeps on interacting who 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 whom we share ideas number one mm-hmm. number two is of course this uh, social media and all this uh, you know uh, uh, web camera and all those things we are able to see lot of surgeries youtube we are able to oh. see lot of surgeries okay so you know and number last but not the least is you have to update and yourself by reading the journals Uh, i am in the editorial board of many of the journals so in a place like siliguri where we are not uh, getting most of the uh, most of the so called good journals we right. have to have to read it online so by you know you have to keep on updating launch uh, we have to keep on reading the journals and find out what's happening in the other places of the country and the last but i, I must tell you one more uh, incident please please then i was contacted uh, recently i was contacted by uh, a sudanese surgical club you know sudan wow. is such a small country yeah. and they contacted us and they said why don't you give a lecture on the topic uh, of your thing uh, one person wow. from the one surgeon from sudan contacted 
and we con we spoke to all the servants of Sudan sitting in Siliguri, which was completely unimaginable wow. maybe five years back. You know, yeah. everybody, and we got all the questions. So Sudan people are exchanging ideas. So that's how we update our knowledge. You know, we know what's happening in Sudan. Even not even I mean, I don't go to the country. I know what's happening because we spoke to the surgeons there. So that's how we update our knowledge. You know. Wow, I'm impressive, and and. So, so, so when, when, when these young doctors uh, come out of college and, and, and they talk terminology to you, do you feel uh, a little out of place or, or how, how does it happen in the medical field? No, we always keep ourselves updated. See to it that I, even if I don't know something, I go back and read it. And, uh, you know, I don't like to be outdated at all. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, it's like that. I have to keep myself understand. Uh, I have to keep myself uh, fit and I have to, it's like a health, you know, like yes. in health you keep fit, your knowledge also has to be at par. True, true. You do a lot, and you mentioned in your in your answer a little earlier, you do a lot of work for the armed forces or BSF or whatever you call them. Give us some examples, uh, Kaushik, because you know, you are, these are the people who, the reason why we sleep well at night, the reason why our country is, country is safe. Tell us a little bit more about them and tell us your experience with them, Koshi. Yeah, it's a wonderful, you know, I have been fortunate enough and I have been blessed to mm -hmm. serve this uh, uh, people of what we call as Central Armed Police Forces. That constitutes a body security force, uh, that constitutes CRPF, it constitutes ITVP, SSB, uh, CISF, NDRF, and uh, uh, other for paramilitary forces. So I am the, in fact, I am the only surgeon for them in this part of the country. So it's a, it's a wonderful journey for me for last almost 10 years, 10, 11 years now uh, running. Uh, I have been serving them. I've been taking care of their family. When they are in the border, uh, when they are serving the border, the children are sick or something they bring to our hospital. Okay. So they have faith in me and uh, nice. they have given me a lot of respect. Uh, it's been a wonderful journey. And I must tell you something more, Venki. Please, uh, please. As I was doing this, uh, one, I mean, a couple of months back, one fine day I got a call from Indian Army, you know, which Whoa. was not at my job. And uh, their surgeons have gone to the uh, some other border. Okay. And there was one patient who has been operated and he was bleeding. And they were not able to stop it. Oh, my God. Uh, he wanted my help. Uh, this is a, there's an Indian Army here uh, in this part of the Siniguri. So they sent me the vehicle, picked me up, and uh, we went in the middle of the night. We did the surgery and saved the patient. And I felt really very good to yeah. do something for Indian Army, you know, though I'm doing for others. But Indian Army does not come in my, my role. They have their own surgeons, they have their own hospital, they have their own setup. But when they called for my help, and I was one moment when I felt I was doing good for the country, that was the moment, uh, Venki. That was wow. that's the time when I felt like, I mean, that's, that's, that's gave me a little bit of real pride, you know, in my job. Brilliant. Brilliant. You, uh, you are, a, I don't know how you were in college, you are a nerd, I'm sure, uh, you are a family of uh, nerds and well-educated, well highly educated people. You, you keep studying and, you know, I, I always say this and I laugh because I don't remember anything I studied way back then. If somebody asks me to write an entrance test, I'm positive I'll fail. And you go and get yourself conferred a fellowship. And, and from none, nonetheless than, you know, FRCS. How do you do that? And, and tell us about it, Kaushik. That's such a proud moment, right? And I remember the, the social yeah, yeah. media post, you put it in a very funny way, but 
but it is amazing so so tell me about it no so parsi as i must tell you is a bengali is you know they have got affinity for this uh, british degrees <laughs> all the bengali doctors so you know they 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 like to have something beyond their name either an mrcp or a parsi or something like that uh, my dad also also wanting to have that degree but unfortunately you know when i passed my ms uh, i went and wrote that exam of royal college and i failed so okay. you know I, it did not click to me okay uh, Uh, so i was uh, somehow it was not in my luck that those days so at the age this age when the passes was conferred to me by the royal college of glasgow i felt yeah. good it was one dream which my father could not see yeah. but you know it was something which uh, which ultimately came and they got to convert the degree because of my uh, qualifications and everything so i felt good that's the only uh, uh, that's the only you know satisfaction i must really that's that's a, you must have remember dad for sure i mean uh, yes obviously you know nothing else not that this degree is going to make a huge yeah, change in my career i know but you know it's something which is uh, my father would have loved to see that that's all yeah true true let's uh, let's get into uh, unraveling the personal side of kaushik now we uh, have done enough medical and uh, uh, one thing you wish kaushik you had not done you know i always feel that i should not have been harsh to my kids i was uh, uh, i was always been a little bit of harsh to my kids you know okay. their education or their uh, uh, any anything you know i was very very strict okay. and i was uh, very adamant and i was always uh, making rules okay. uh, which sometimes i feel that my kids were revolting okay. uh, so now at the uh, looking back i always feel that uh, i should not have been so much harsh on my kids that, that's very personal thank you very much for sharing that with us <laughs> somebody outside of your field who has inspired you and why uh yeah i think the only person i will always uh, tell this as is, uh, is of course uh, uh, my wife has made him a, uh, me a fan of him that's roger federer uh, i oh always my. watch roger federer as my uh, as my person you know that fellow for last 15 20 years has been playing and every time he wins uh, his title <laughs> you know be it uh, i mean to defeat all the junior persons year after year in all the times and that to four grand slams every time coming in the quarter final semi final you know you feel he is somebody whom i always look up uh, i don't understand tennis that much but you know i just admire that person and the tenacity of the person to win again and again and again so i look up to him uh, uh, you know always wow the best piece of advice somebody has given to you till today yeah the, the best piece of advice was given to me a very small person you know his name will never be known he was a very small uh, uh, surgeon in a, in a in a place called kuchbihar when i came uh, there for practice he told me one day that kaushi uh, remember one thing in life not run after money let the money run after you so i did not understand what he was telling me but you know now i understand what he says he says that uh, do not run after money make your name do your job let it let name out let there be a fame and at certain times patient will just uh, start chasing you so wait till that time when the patient starts uh, chasing you so do not run after money initially do all your work give satisfactory result and one time it will come uh, when the patient will start running after you so i am waiting for that i mean that's the best advice i got from somebody but when he gave that to you you must have felt very strange right yeah i felt very strange you know because you know everybody is running after money and he is asking me not to get money you know i felt very strange but he said do you do you work give satisfactory respect and they will come and they will run after you i mean and i know you but for the listeners did you actually follow his advice kaushik i did i did. 
<laughs> yeah, I did. I know. Because, I know. You know, I, know. I then I understood there is no point of, I mean, running after money. Let me just uh, do some good work. Uh, let me see how the thing works. Then, and slowly I could see what he said was true, you know, in the, in the yeah. entire North Bengal, I can feel that. True. What he has told us is very true. Very true. Very true. Surgery, blood, life, a patient line, something gone wrong. How do you react or handle it? And I'm sure in, in a, such a long it. life career, it happens, right? So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I am a little bit bad in that. Uh, that my reactions are very, I mean, you know, I become very depressed and, you know, I, 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 I'm not very good at handling crisis situation. Oh. So I have to depend on my wife. Uh, she has been the uh, nice. person who is taking the most of the... And uh, she gives me that confidence that don't worry, uh, you know, I have to fall back on the shoulders of my wife. Oh, uh, I am not very good in uh, handling crisis, you know, everything goes all right, I'm very happy. And I want it to be uh, go right. all right. right. But if by one, even one percent there is some problem, uh, I'm not a very good person to handle the crisis. Wow. If, you know, if, if, if you were to stand up in front of an audience of, let us say, um, or let us say you are uh, today and now that you've done that, let's say today somebody actually does something wrong, one of your junior doctors, and he comes up and he says, doctor, you know what, uh, sir, I, I I messed up. What would your reaction be? No, I will go out to all of to save him. Uh, I'll definitely go out uh, all of to save him. Uh, uh, my reaction will be... Foolish thing Kaushik has done. Yeah, I must tell you, Venki, uh, we were in third year students, MBBS, right. uh, third year students. And uh, that is the time, you know, when third year, we feel we have become doctors because your first MBBS is over. By third year, you are in the thing. And by the time, four and a half years, five and a half years, you become doctors. But third year, you get that aura that you have become a doctor. Okay. The most foolish things which you have done is we used to put stethoscope and go in public places like in market, uh, in cinema halls. Showing that we are doctors. Yeah. That is, you know, something which is really foolish. And I, 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 I and now looking <laughs> back, I think I should not have done all those things, you know, just to create an aura, just to impress people. We used to put a telescope in the neck and go in the market. You know, uh, that's something which now I feel we should not have done. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Now that you tell me that, yeah, we are all, we are all very eager to display our, our skills, right? And our, and, and doctor is a big thing. So awesome. Awesome. Who do you look up to? Uh, my wife and my mother. Uh, the two ladies uh, who, uh, who has been with me in thick and thin. Uh, I don't uh, give big names. It's only my, my wife and my mother. You know, they have been with me uh, always. Uh, whenever I have a problem, mm -hmm. in all my triumphs, in all my achievements, mm -hmm. and in all my failures. Mm -hmm. So you know, I always look up to them uh, for anything, uh, for any advice. It's always uh, the two ladies of my house. And now, of course, my daughter is coming to an age. So she also <laughs> gives me advice. Yes. So, you know, it's like that. You know, it's a combo effect of the three ladies in my house. How nice. How wonderful. I mean, your mother must be very proud to hear this. So nice, Kaushik. <laughs> if Kaushik had not been a doctor, what or where would you have been? Uh, looking at my face and looking at things, I, I would have been the best as a movie villain. You know, I should have a villain in a movie. So that's... Uh, that's the role which always suits me. And you know, I wanted to become a villain, you know. <laughs> that, 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 I, I could have done wonders in that role, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, interesting. I, I don't think anybody, you're the first guy who said villain. I would typically think people would want to be a hero. Or 
No, 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 no. Hero, you know, you should have the looks. I don't have the look, you know. You you can be a hero, you know. Not yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, let's let's get to a little bit of a, a serious topic now. You've been, I mean, yeah. you've actually done a lot of a good work in the medical field, Kaushik, and you've been bestowed with the title, the icon of North Bengal. What does it mean to you and how does it feel? I mean, when you received it, how was it? Uh, when I received it, it was good, but it is, I mean, it is something like a recognition to me. And I, I don't consider it as a, as a very great uh, uh, yardstick of uh, thing. You know, it's okay. They have given me an uh, icon of the North Bengal. Uh, but, you know, uh, I feel if I get recognized from the people, I feel it is much more important to me than by any of the other persons uh, or any ministers or something like that. I want to be recognized by the people of this part of the country rather than anything else. Uh, the day I get recognition from the people, I feel I'll be very happy. Uh, something like, you know, uh, Abdul Kalam Azad, the way he is recognized by the entire country as a president of the country, uh, that's how the, you, you feel good in that way, you know. So hey. uh, my thing is I should be, uh, I feel good uh, as I talk, but, you know, uh, it does not make me anything uh, extra. It's, it's like any other, I'm like any other person. Awesome. You are... Eureka moment or your top of the world moment and tell us in, in detail about it. I'm, I'm sure you have many, but which is the one that yeah. is fresh? Uh, top of the world is when I did my first laparoscopic surgery independently without any assistant, you know. Um, laparoscopy is one place where surgeons like to uh, excel and there are not many people who are willing to teach laparoscopy because it is such a complicated thing. And uh, many surgeons feel that if you learn laparoscopy, you'll be competitive to them. So they don't want to learn in that way also. Okay. So either way, laparoscopy is something where you keep on going to somebody's thing and seeing again and again and again. And you do not uh, get the hands-on training immediately. So when I was able to do the first case of laparoscopic gallbladder uh, independently, without anything, I felt top of the world. So that is my feel when I feel, yes, I can do this surgery. And I need not go to somebody else. Uh, uh, I need not have to depend on somebody else or I don't have to uh, think of anybody else assisting me. I can do it independently. So that is the first time when I when I could do a laparoscopic surgery independently, I felt myself at the top of the board. Brilliant. And 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 would you would you then be willing to share this knowledge and experience with your youngsters or younger doctors? Yeah, I do. I do. I do. I, I love to share my experience and knowledge and whatever I have gained, you know, um, I always love to share it uh, so that they also should not have so much of difficulty which I had. You know, we had right. to face a lot of difficulties. Right. Right. I right. feel that they should not uh, have the same problems. Very true. Is there is there something you is is there has it occurred to you that there is something you want to do over the next three to five years, or is there a plan, or or if somebody were to do ask you to do a roadmap of Kaushik or what he wants to do for the next five years, what are the one, two, three, four, five things you would want to do, Kaushik? Uh, first thing, you know, my wife is very much interested in uh, plantations and you know, I want to have a good uh, good orchid and uh, a good plantation, a good park with a lot of uh, green, wow. green greeneries all around. Wow. Uh, so we are looking for that so that there's a lot of greeneries and, uh, you know, I want to contribute something to the ecosystem. Okay. So that's one thing which I would love to have, uh, good greenery things, a good field. And of course, uh, some cultivations. So you know, my 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 you know medical field. After medical field, I would like to divert myself in a little bit of uh, agriculture and all those uh, plantation uh, things. Lovely. So that's how I want to be diversified. Lovely. 
if somebody walked up to you tomorrow morning and said here is a million dollars what would you do with that money koshik <laughs> i will uh, i will try to give it to somebody who needs it uh, who, who who wants it and uh, definitely uh, the person who is a need are the people who are in a in a very bad shape of the uh, uh, very bad shape and uh, i would love to do something also for the for the paramilitary forces you know so that even they are benefited uh, so if i get something like that i'll definitely like to do something for the uh, for the people who are standing in the borders and guarding this uh, 24 hours it's not a easy job you know Absolutely. so i would like to do something for them uh, or two so if i get a million dollars i'll definitely like to do something good so that they are benefited uh, something i mean for bsf crpf anybody should be benefited with that money very nice i and i really hope they do tune into the show and listen to this because so true we yeah. we you know we as human beings we if if i had asked somebody else this question they would have probably said i would buy a house in california buy the beach or or put yeah. put put it in fixed deposit now that mutual funds and equity is doing badly put it in fixed deposit and earn money and but this is so nice yeah. to see and, and and i think i think this is where uh, the differentiation between good doctors and good human beings and all of that come in i guess so So I'm glad. Uh, I'm I'm privileged to have you as a friend, Koshik. Truly. Thank you. Truly. Uh, me too. No, no. Seriously. <clears throat> let's do a let's do a little bit of a, a rapid fire, um, if if you don't mind. Yeah. Yeah. So these yeah, these sure. answers can be short or one word or whatever you want, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so Koshik is uh, fast and the furious. Sometimes ah. I'm very fast. ब्रेफ the surgeon has to be a brave heart very anything nice. else can be uh, less but their heart has to be very strong for a surgeon you know okay. uh, he has to uh, withstand all the crisis situations so the surgeon has to be a brave heart brilliant medicine is uh, medicine is in pursuit of happiness uh, we have to go all out to seek happiness so medicine is to me is in pursuit of happiness you know you have to make people happy if you if you, if you are giving a treatment and the patient does not become happy it's a treatment failure your medicines is not working so as now if you can make a person happy even by talking so okay and and that that was my last question on rapid fire and you, i don't know whether you realized but all the four answers were movie names yes yeah? so you said that kaushik is uh, kaushik is uh, fast and furious a patient is good bad and ugly a surgeon is a brave heart and then medicine is uh, Uh, in pursuit of happiness so awesome i mean you surely should try movies kaushik and and the movie <laughs> movie, and the movie in which you are a villain i want to be a hero so <laughs> i get to beat you up <laughs> and i get the girl so yes yes <laughs> this, is, this is so awesome how um, you know uh, medicine medicine has really gone a long way kaushik what do what do we need to do uh, more or what do doctors need to do more or differently in the medical field Uh, i always feel that now uh, in medical field we need doctors who are, have lot of empathy and has lot of sympathy uh, they should give time lot of uh, time to the patient 
and do not believe too much on giving investigations blindly without seeing the patients. Very the nice. The problem is, it must come when we see people just writing, scribbling investigations after investigations without touching the patients. So uh, my personal thing would be to be having some kind of empathy to look after the patient's financial condition also and understand how he is and how to give treatment and talk to the patient, spend time with the patient. That's what is my uh, way of looking at it because uh, not many doctors have time to for the patients. You know, they just write five investigations and tell them to come for three days for after bringing the investigation. Correct. And when they come after investigations, they see only the investigations, they don't see the patient. So I want the future generation to understand that uh, the patient is important, not the investigations. How nice. My last question, your life-defining moment or your turning point, Kaushik, in life? Uh, my life-defining moment has been uh, uh, the, the accident which I had, you know, uh, while coming from uh, in, in this place. And uh, uh, I was... Uh, I'm sorry, I hope, you're okay. I, I hope you're okay sharing it with the listeners. Yes, yes, no problem. Okay, please. Thank you. Thank you. I, I had an accident. I was practicing in a place called Pushpita, which is about one and a half hours away from this place. And I was a leading practitioner there. And I was not able to come to my wife used to practice in Siliguri, which is about, again, 150 kilometers away. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were, I was the leading practitioner in that town. And I was not able to leave my practice. And I was not able to come to uh, Siliguri. And uh, my wife was finding it difficult to manage the kids alone. This mm -hmm. part of the country. So I was having a little bit of uh, problem, you know. I was not able to leave the practice there. My wife was having kids there. She was having a practice, a plastic surgery practice in this part of the country, uh, in Siliguri. So we were not able to uh, match and we were not seeing any solutions. Uh, we didn't know how to do because I can't leave that practice. I had a massive practice there. Right. That was the time when I met with an accident and that was the time when I had a life-defining moment. What uh, mm -hmm. everything changed, you know. The moment I had an accident, my wife said, stop everything, enough of this, come to Siliguri. Wow. And I shifted my uh, practice uh, to Siliguri where I was no one, you know, I was yeah. zero. Uh, yeah. From the top of the ladder, I became almost zero in Siliguri. And then again, I had to start building from here. Here, nobody knew me, no, no, none, of the, none of the hospital wanted to give me attachment. Uh, so it was a life. I mean, I I have seen the worst of the life. You know, I have seen both, I have seen the top uh, zenith, and I have seen the most bottom thing also. So that's that's I have seen both the sides. Uh, and I came here, then I saw started slowly picked up my practice, slowly got attachment with the border security force, and slowly now my practice is on the uh, I mean is rising. So that's that's how I call is a life defining moment. If wow. I had not had that accident. I may not have been, it may not have been possible for me to come to Siliguri. How nice. So, that's, that's, um, sorry to hear of your accident and I'm glad that, you know, you're, you're fine and you're, you're good and, you know, yeah. you're with a family. Uh, what would be your, and, and I'm asking this question, um, it's a bonus question for the listeners. What would yeah. be your advice to somebody who has to start all over again, like you did? Uh, you have to be ethical. You have to be straightforward. And there's no slip shot, there's no cut shot. I mean, your surgical practice, in fact, anywhere, you know, you, you, you cannot have, there's nothing called a ladder to success. There's nothing like that. You have to work hard. Uh, every time you have to struggle, you have to work hard. But what counts is your truthfulness, your trust, 
and you have to be very straightforward. If you cannot do, you must tell the patient it is not possible. You cannot keep on uh, doing some type of uh, slip shot and all those things. So my advice to the um, junior person whoever is listening is, please be very straightforward. Please be, I mean, think that the patient is a part of your family and you treat as if uh, you are treating a family. You know, then you will understand how is it. Yes. Give them good advice. Even if you feel that patient may run away, uh, hearing your advice. But give it. I mean, let the patient decide. I feel uh, that those things count a lot. You know, patients start having trust. Patients start building faith. And patient then depends on you. And then slowly you get that thing that the doctor is the best person. This doctor is good. So, you know, you, you have to have that uh, that uh, that uh, moment, you know, when you, you build that trust among the patients in the society. Awesome. You know, and, and this so much aligns with what the gentleman who gave you a piece of advice, right? It's yes, so exactly. much aligns. Exactly. So, I mean, truly God exactly. bless him, right? So, uh, yeah, exactly. whoever it is, awesome. Kaushik, on that, on that really wonderful and touching note, I want to thank you for coming to this podcast. It is a privilege having people like you who have accomplished so much, but are still so humble and, and uh, forthcoming in their uh, talks and are still humane, if I may call them. So I thank you very much for coming, Kaushik. Thank you, Venki. Thanks a lot. It was my honor for me also to be called uh, for the podcast. And it's, it's really a wonderful opportunity for me to attend the podcast hosted by you. Thank you so much, Venki. Thanks. Thanks so much, Kaushik. Thank you.